Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Live Love Memphis group is growing, man. They're expanding. Live Love Nashville. Live Love Nash. And the only reason they're expanding is because they're incredible at what they do. That's what happens to businesses that are really good. They grow. And just to give you a little back, bit of background on the job and the work that Live Love does, I'll tell you a little story about Alvin. Alvin had a home in Raleigh. Need to sell it quick. He reached out to Live Love Memphis. Jen and her team went to work right away. They listed for more than Alvin thought possible. He got five offers in two days, sold the home for more than list price, and Alvin was able to get significant equity out of his home. That is what they do. Reach out to the LiveLoveMemphis.com. Doesn't sound too, uh, too different from my store. Uh, selling my Raleigh home five years ago. Got a lot more than I thought I was going to be able to get. Jennifer will do that for you. 901-625-5200 is how you get a hold of Jennifer and the Live Love team. They're the best at what they do. They're going to break it down. Bust up all those assumptions uh, that you'd made. That was certainly the case with me uh, before you made the call. She's going to lay out all your options for you. In a lot of cases, in most cases, what I found to be all of the time, she's going to get you more money than you think you can get for your home. So let them work for you. It's the Live Love Memphis and Live Love DeSoto teams at the real estate agency. Uh, okay, so Mike Elko is the, you know, I love coaching season. I love coaching carousel. It's always fun for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's something I always look forward to. And it's how I sort of got my start in uh, in media when I really like made a name for myself was when I broke the story that Justin Fuente was uh, going to get the job as the Memphis football coach. And uh, I think that kind of put me on the map. So I always have a uh, soft spot, you know, for the for the scoops and for the, you know, the coaching hires uh, around the country. One that is uh, sort of interesting to me is the Texas A&M hire of Mike Elko. Now, they had originally been slated to hire Mark Stoops from Kentucky, mm-hmm. which I have to say I did not understand. Now, maybe can, you could talk yourself into Kentucky not having the resources or whatever, you know, and he sort of turned them into, I would say, respectability. They were a respectable team, bowl team, uh, which, you know, sometimes – who was the uh, – was it uh, – who was the – was it Joker Phillips was the head coach there for so long? I think that was him. If it's true and I pulled that out of my ass – um. No, Joker Phillips was there from 2010 to 2012. Who was before him, though, is what I'm – there was a long-time coach there Mm -hmm. in Kentucky for a long time. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I can't think of his name. And I think, unfortunately, I think he has uh, passed. 
but I'm tr- I'm trying to uh, I'm gonna find it, man. All right, I'm gonna find it. It's gonna drive me freaking crazy. Um, but it's not you know it's not been a historical um, you know fantastic job. Um, and so you know if you can have that at you know Rich Brooks, that's him. That's him. How long was he there? Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight or so seasons. Okay. Um, he had Hal Mummy. Bill Curry was there for a while okay. for that. Yeah, he yeah, and and he is still with us. I apologize. I, I, I he's eighty two. He's yeah. but he is still with us. Yeah, Brooks was before Phillips. Yeah, Brooks was before Phillips, and you know, so is again. Kentucky done a great job. I guess if you want to talk yourself into that, you could do it. I was not a fan of it. Um, I like Mike Elko though. Mike Elko gives you like me like Mike Elko. He gives me Fuente vibes a little bit in terms of hmm. if you can do it at Duke, and they were awesome when they had Riley Leonard. If you can do it at Duke. You can do it when you have the resources at A&M. That is how I feel about Mike Elko. I think he's a really good coach. Um, we'll see. I mean, A&M and the SEC is a big step up. I was going to say. Big step up. Expectations a lot higher. There's no doubt about that. But, man, if you can do it at Duke, bro, that's how I feel. You can do it here. Uh, now, Ross Bjork did not just uh, accidentally fall into the hire of Mike Elko, bro. I mean, you may think that that's just an easy, simple you look up and see that he's got a Duke team bowl eligible and all that. You think it it's feels just like easy. It's important for him to get this out there after the Stoops thing. Yeah. So let's hear the grand formula and how. Well, he, it was a it was a lot. This is always the plan. Let's it was hear extensive, it. bro. Yeah. They researched every single right. team to have won an SEC championship and a national championship in the college football playoff era. What were their findings? What did they find? And what were the key factors of all of those teams? The ties that bind, so to speak. They were as follows. Defensive-minded head coach, championship-level culture, recruit and develop elite NFL talent, play great offense, and score a lot of points for the high-level quarterback. A lot of people would not have thought about that. A lot of people would have said, I just want somebody that's going to do things the right way, you know, that's going to come in here and... Not have this exact criteria. Grow our young men. Yeah, it's so detailed. Ross Bjork... I ask you, how can you be so controversial yet so brave? How can you do that? I see what you've done here. He has said, if we want to compete for SEC championships, we have to score more points than the other team. Now, who would have thought about that? But also covered the defensive side because he said that first it has to be a defensive Defensive minded with a great offense. So, look, I, this is brilliant. To win a national championship in football, you have to have a great defense and a great offense. Right. And you have to have NFL players. I mean, I think I think Ross has got it figured out. I mean, this is I, – I swear to God, I think athletic directors the formula. are so stupid sometimes. Like, I cannot believe he actually said this out loud. Like, do you realize, like, this is the perfect example of, like, word salad. You think you're saying something profound and – you know, uh, innovative. Man, look at all the key factors that we had. We had right. a four-pronged approach to hire. You know, but it's all obvious. Every single person that ever makes a hire wants to check these boxes. Not necessarily offensive-minded, defensive-minded, whatever. But, yeah, we want to have NFL players, and we want to score a lot of points. We want to be explosive. This is not new ground we're breaking here, man. You know, um, I think I think ADs are mostly 
uh, not very sharp when it comes to uh, you know. I mean, he had to get out and spin it because of the you know the fan base believing that 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 Elko wasn't the first choice that Stoops was, and you backed off and Regents. I've seen different reports on who backed off of Stoops or what happened there, but you have to go out there get your spin and say that this was the first candidate. And when you're doing that spin, you get yourself caught up in a situation where a lot of what's going to come out of your mouth is just that word salad. And so trying to hold him to this or what he's actually it's ridiculous. But again, you're you're in a it's 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 spin mode now, narrative mode. And you're going to get a lot of bluster. That's what this was. It was bluster, bro. Yeah. I mean, it's like ADs are are trained to do that. Though. Yeah. I mean, it's like what? Do you, what, what, do you, what say do you, something without? Well, basically, you say nothing though. Exactly. Saying something. No, like like saying something. That's so really a skill. We want somebody that is going to be able to, um, you know, uh, lift our, you know, our our defense. We weren't good enough last year, and I'm just making things up, right? Like we want somebody that's going to come in here, and this is going to be a hallmark for this team. We we want to be defensive proud of what we're putting on the field on the, on defense. You know, it's not like, oh, we want to hold teams to three while we score 68. That's obvious. Where has a second choice worked? Worked out well. Was hype all that? Wasn't yeah. It, what? Yeah, because they wanted to hire, what's his name? Shiano. Uh-huh. Is hype working? He was up until... He was working last year. Yeah. South Carolina. I mean, he's fine. I, I, I Michael's just, fine. He's got Tennessee he's in a place that it hadn't, you know, he, he's raised it up a little bit. You'd, you'd question where it is now. Um, I guess the trajectory's flattened out a little bit. Thought, yeah, I'm, thought, not as, I'm not as high but, on him. But I'm just, the success stories of where um, you've gone and, and the second guy ends up being yeah, the right hire. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not often. Um, right. That's my point. I mean, Josh was eighth. So for being the eighth guy, he did a pretty good job, I would say overall. Josh was way down the list. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I would say he's like one of the prime examples of, and and I know y'all y'all ran him out of here, but he was eighth on the list. Well, you're bro. just saying y'all because you got to do a thing with him tonight on field sixty eight. Otherwise, was, you were part of the y'all. He was behind Scott Drew. He's behind Leonard Hamilton. He was behind Sean Miller. He was behind uh, anybody else prominently in that involved. I feel like there was one more, but you've named them. Yeah. I mean, he was fifth or sixth on the list. Leonard sure. and Drew. Uh, Tony Barbie was the guy that uh, Cal tried to make Memphis hire, basically. <laughs> Thank God. I mean, seriously, Tony Barbie is off. Oh, bad. He's coaching uh, again. Really? He, yeah, he's like at uh, head coach. C- Central Michigan or something. Okay. You know, Mississippi State just hired their second. I mean, because the rumor was that they wanted Chadwell, and Chadwell ain't going to Mississippi State, so they got Jeff Lebby. Yeah, Jeff, uh, Jeff Lebby, who was uh, – at Oklahoma and, yeah. and formerly at Ole Miss. I don't really – I haven't watched a ton. Like, Oklahoma OCs, like, to me, are like NPCs. They could be anybody. I mean, it's like, hey, we're going to throw the ball a lot. You know, I mean, that's yeah. <laughs> that's what they do. You know? So, yeah. you know, it remains to be seen. Well, you lost Will Rogers. I know that. You guys yeah. lost Will. You're I don't blame root. him. He needs to go. I what? mean, they screwed him over big time this year. Yeah, new coach, all that. I get it. Um, yeah. I and they fired the whole staff. I mean, that's where that's where Arnett went wrong. Like, if yeah. you get a job and you get a staff, you, you kind of have to retain well, the that's staff. Well, that's an unprecedented situation there. It I mean, is. The coach I think, died. I think they I mean, did the right thing by hiring him. Also did the right thing by firing him, probably. I would have given him until the end of this damn season, man. I they mean, got that recruiting window, though. They got that NIL stuff. Yeah. NIL is a big deal I guess now. that's fair. That's I why mean, that Indiana job might be better than you think, because the NIL is a big component. Now, you know. Oh, it's the component. It is the component. You know, and oh, Memphis should be awesome. That's where a lot of these coaches, you know, whether it's Elko or whether it's you know Levy uh, or any of these. Dudes, yeah, like you know? it's gonna be. It's gonna all boil down to you that's know. It. These coaches are begging now. 
These coaches are openly begging in the media. Who was it this past weekend that was saying, if you want our yeah. team to compete, you donate to the collective? Levy did it last night during the press conference. It is so obvious. They put the, yeah. the website up there. I mean, I just think that's put the freaking, money in the thing. I think that's a, to me, that's an excuse. It's a cop-out by, by a lot of these coaches. Some, some, some teams do have NIL problems. It ain't teams in the Power Five. Right. You know, I want to hear from them. Yeah, th- to me, that's just saying, that's saying, uh, give me more money so I can so I can recruit better because I can't recruit good enough. I'm not good enough right now with what I have. You know, so give me, give me, uh, it, dude. I could recruit if you give me an NIL budget of five hundred. Whatever, you know, right? Uh, I, let's say fifteen million dollars a year. If you get, anybody can do that, bro, I can get kids to freaking Rose or Southwest if you give me fifteen million dollars a year to do it. You know what you're to me what you're you're telling on yourself a little bit. You're saying with what I have, which if you're in the power five is a lot, relatively speaking, right? With what I have, I'm not good enough. I can't do enough. So give more, give more. And I just like like it's stupid, you know. I mean, it's it's all. I, but, I, but it's not exactly even, you know, an even playing field once you get into the power five. Oh, it's not. It's, it's not. It's so easy to say that there's from levels our to viewpoint it. There's levels here to it. in Memphis and say yes. they're the yes. halves and they've all got it. But it's not. There's there's differences there 100%. in the SEC. And yes. some have decided that they're not even going to play it the game. Exactly. And not going to play that game. Exactly. So, I mean, I can still see the, some of their points when you're at the lower tier of that and saying, look, listen, uh, you know, I'll never have, you know, what Texas A&M's got. You know, from a, from a resources standpoint, it was the and NC State coach. It was the NC State coach. Yeah, he's the one who said. Mm-hmm. And there's some truth to that, but nobody. But, but I go back. I, I still. I don't. I still side with you that no one wants to hear it, and and I would apply the same thing towards when you're playing a, a matchup against SMU and they're all getting thirty six thousand dollars per player. Like uh, the fans don't want to hear the the what they see as excuses. They just want the results, and so uh, ultimately, uh, if you're a coach, I don't think that you, you gain anything playing that game, crying. Yeah, uh, about nil. No, I think it's, I think it. I think it looks tone it, deaf. You want the job, in my opinion. right? You want the job. This is what comes with it, and this is college athletics today. It's changed. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is what he said. For all you folks that want us to keep winning, this is Dave Doran from uh, NC State. I would tell you to get on Savage Wolves. Find that link. I'd I'd, I'd love to see five thousand people donate one thousand dollars to our nil. And I, I I'll say this. I mean, Penny basically did this. Well, he had a, he had a rebounders thing, right? The I mean, house party. Yeah, he had a rebounders thing. He had an event for it. No, I'm saying fundraiser. beforehand he had said, "I can't get who I want because of NIL." He had right, said it right, publicly, right? And then you had the thing. I just but my it, point was, I mean, you, my, I'm saying that some could say, say outside of Memphis, some could say he was crying about it. The deal, the deal is, I mean, he went and got it. But uh, you know, uh, uh, again, it's it's going to come down to results. But Penny Penny made it publicly clear, public that he was not happy with the NIL situation. It was keeping him from getting the players that he wanted. And it got addressed. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I I just think the NIL is an easy thing to blame. You know, it's easy. It's a lot easier to say we don't have enough of that as opposed to maybe I'm not this, as effective as or or our program isn't. You know, our program isn't as a destination. It's not as desirable as you know. what I'm saying. Um, you're right. There there are. You know, there there's like a, there's a, there's a hierarchy, right? I mean, there's your Bamas, yeah. your Georgias, your USCs of the world. You know, and then you get into you know NC State and things like that. You know, but I just feel like. And maybe it is the, sort of the fact that you know I'm I'm in Memphis and I see how it's been done, um, but but it, it it it's always been this way. And 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 teams like Cincinnati and teams like UConn and teams like you know Memphis and all you know I'm, I'm just picking off examples. They've competed before, you know. They've they've beaten Power Five teams before. Um, so you know, and that's that's pre NIL. 
Um, but, but once as a muse out of here, your NIL investment level is going to be as high mm-hmm. as anybody else That's in this true. conference. That's I was true. listening so. to a, a podcast, and they were talking about this because Texas A&M has this wealthy NIL thing, and they've really not been able to get the kids motivated enough to win even though they're shelling out all this money, sometimes you still got to motivate these kids. Well, remember, uh, Saban was just complaining about them, what was it, a year or two ago, about what Texas A&M was doing in terms of buying yeah. players. We had talked about his comments, and now you know that started something between him and Jimbo again. And you even had him saying it. That, yeah. that, and this is Saban, who's of, of national championships of Alabama and everything else, mm-hmm. and pointing and saying, we don't have that. That's not right. They're buying, guys. So there's levels to it. Like I said, once That's you get right. those, even with the halves, there's levels to it. And so... Um, I just don't want to hear about it. And I think most fans are the same yeah. way. They just want to see the results, the wins, and everything else. It's that simple. And we realize college athletics has changed, makes it you know more free agency. But uh, ultimately, it's your job to win games. Nobody wants to hear about the, the, how the sausage is made. Exactly right, bro. That's the facts. Just shut up and win. I mean, or, you know, I mean, it's just. I, and I, I win big games. That's what, I mean, that doesn't change either. You don't, yes. you don't, you know, because you have less NIL, it doesn't allow, oh, you can just beat the teams that you're favored to beat. No, you still, the expectation is still for you to go out and beat. Get big wins. Hey, you know, you know what That's I would say? get people excited. If you want NIL, take a pay cut and divert that to your NIL fund. But my back back to you, when SMU is out of here, you're on the higher side of that in the AAC. So you really got no excuse in terms of if you're crying about NIL yep. once SMU's gone. There's nobody in your conference that's paying out more to players. Can't point to Tulane and say they're doing that or UTSA. Maybe, maybe one or two, but not individually. Yep. So, again, uh, people really aren't going to want to hear it from – you know, from anybody around here. A hundred percent. There's no question about that. Um, anyway, good stuff here. Uh, you need more NIL for uh, CJ? How are you doing over there? Uh, I mean, we just got our fourth grade season coming up, bro. Okay. This, this I mean, is, is steps to this. Again, you, when you skip fundamentals, right, right, which, which he's done. it leaves holes in your game. You know what I'm saying? You start getting on travel teams and you can't dribble. Instagram. Yeah, Instagram, <laughs> social media, and, and, you know, you got no direction. It can lead to a lot of trouble. So we're going we're gonna, to – Push NIL a little down the line for so I'm not Missouri. I think you, there's a state law now. You can get high school NIL yeah, or something like money that. Money like, in school. This stuff is serious. Did you see Cam Moore got? He's got ten one million dollar offers. Is the is the word? Ten who, who the, the quarterback it? at Washington State. The transfer quarterback. Yeah, Cameron Ward over ten one million dollar offers to transfer schools. He finished yeah. number four in passing. Uh, this That's year crazy. in college football, That's I mean, yeah, he put up a little battle in the rain against Penix and them. Yeah, he did. He they did. looked decent. Yeah, had I a mean, chance. a quarterback is everything. That's why. Fighting. What's Hennigan worth? Hennigan's worth seven hundred fifty million bucks, right? Yeah, I mean, I you know I most think, of it. Yeah, most yeah. of NI of yeah. Memphis's NIL budget. Collect yeah. budget. You just give it all to him. Yeah, there's no question. Uh, but it's a it's continues to be a fascinating discussion uh, every single day in college football. Somebody doesn't have enough NIL and they complain when they lose and. Here we go. Around and around we go. Uh, Trista Crick has a big game coming up this week. She's got uh, Oregon and uh, Washington in the Pac-12 championship in Vegas. So we'll talk to her about that. Uh, get her thoughts on, I guess we can revisit this Chris conversation, but Oof. I guess she's sort of. We know, we, we yeah, know where she stands. Getting all that with her when we get back. Jason and John, I'm trying to. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm ESPN. Chris Craig is the host of Bad MGM Tonight. This Heat Check podcast joins us every single Tuesday, and she joins us now. Well, well, well. We got a big game on our hands this week, do we, Trista? You know it. Yes, sir. But you ain't going, though. You ain't really about that duck life. I wish I could go. You know what I'm hoping for is that we beat the damn hell out of Washington. We're nine-and-a-half-point favorites, which as a a betting quote-unquote insider, I would not lay. I absolutely would not lay. Maybe that's just the emotional hedge in me. But when we end up beating the hell out of Washington, if we do, and and they put us in that playoff, and maybe it's the Rose Bowl, maybe it's the Sugar Bowl, I want to see Alabama. Give me Alabama. If Alabama beats Georgia, maybe they get in. Maybe we end up playing Michigan. Maybe we're the fourth team in. I, I think this is the best duck team in my lifetime. How about that? Yeah, it's a huge spread. It's a huge point spread. And, uh... I will say, like, it it just feels like such a sucker bet, though, to take Washington in this situation. I mean, it's possible they cover it, but it just feels like they're just dangling this this number at you. And it's just like, why in, on earth, why on earth is the, is the point spread this large? It's, I mean, it's, well, and what's, what's crazy, I know you love when we have Patrick Everson on our show because it's all Patrick. about what the books need. But I think that Washington is is the most public bet. Oh, there's no question in my mind with that number. Yes, it's the ranked team. Yes, and the higher ranked undefeated team is a nine and a half point dog. Exactly, and everyone is going on it. And you know what? The line just keeps getting bigger and bigger. It does. It does. And they beat them, right? I mean, Washington's already beat them. So it's like, yeah, you you, you always got to think about. Look, the public had an unbelievable week in the NFL. Okay, I, I, I I don't really try to like uh, obsess over who the public is betting. Some people that I respect uh, uh, on this very topic say that the public has no particular skill for losing, right? They just lose a little bit more than uh, a, a skilled better does. They just lose, you know, probably 2 to 4% more than uh, a, a good better. I mean, it's really that's what we're talking about here. Over the course of time, that adds up. But I just feel like, the to me, what it suggests is Oregon is a vastly superior team in terms of the in terms of power ratings than Washington, and I'm going to roll almost always with that as opposed to what I think with my eyeballs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and we know Washington's defense is not very good. 
Uh, we know that the last few weeks from that for them have been very tough. And Oregon has continued to impress week after week after week. I think they're ten and two against the spread so far this year. Covered obviously against Washington as three and a half point dogs. But man, the way they dominated Oregon State at the crib, and I thought Oregon State was going to be able to really compete. That's what they do. They don't care if it's Austin Stadium. They don't care if it's Research Stadium. They don't care if it's your mama's basement. They like to compete the last civil war in history, and we just put the beat down on them. So I really do believe that the defense is going to be coming to play and coming for Michael Penix. And if that happens, it could get ugly. I just can't, with my hard-earned money, uh, place a bet on the team that I love so much to cover nine and a half. Understood. How about Alabama-Georgia? Last I looked, Georgia's six-point favorite in that one. I think John and I sort of feel like, or at least me, uh, Georgia's going to roll in this one. I don't know that that Milrow can keep up the heroics uh, that we saw this past weekend. How do you think this one goes? Yeah, this is a very tough game. I kind of like the over. I think the last I saw it was 55. Mm -hmm. Alabama has been an over machine defensively, just not the team that we know them to be, right? But Milrow, Milrow has gotten better and better and better every single week. He's a different dude than who we saw him play against Texas when they lost. And so, you know, I was talking to uh, my co-host PJ Glasser about this last night, and he went to Alabama, and he says you need two things or three things to beat Georgia. You need a good offensive line, you need elite quarterback play, but you need two elite receivers. Do they have two? I don't know. Georgia has been really good. I think they've been slept on. Uh, I think they've been kind of laying in the weeds all season long. And, you know, the Georgia Tech game was, what it is. It's a rivalry weekend, so they're not going to take that team to Poundtown, but this is going to be for all the marbles, right? Whoever wins goes to the playoffs. Whoever loses probably doesn't. So I kind of like Alabama, but the fact that it's gone from five and a half to six in 24 hours concerns me. No play on the side. Do like the over, though. Yeah, I I, I think that is 100% um, a a great play. Uh, I don't, this is not going to be some defensive Hey, I don't. I think Alabama's defense is a little overrated, uh, and they got a little. They got a few injuries back there. I know Keeb did play against Auburn, but you know who knows. Um, what 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 does interest me a little bit about Alabama, and it's just a little bit. It's not you know. It's just it's we're just in the talking stage right now. You know what I'm saying? Like there's yeah. the talking stage, and then you date, you make it official, and then you we're just in the talking stage right now. And what does intrigue me a little bit is that the closest thing that. Georgia has seen to Jalen Milrow is is Cook from Missouri, and that was in yeah. Athens, and that was a very close game. I mean, it was tied. Missouri to almost half. beat them. Right, it was tied to half. You know, I mean, I, they they covered they covered the number. I think it was twelve. They covered that number. Um, Alabama is like never an underdog. They've been an underdog like three times. Uh, the last time they were an underdog was the SEC championship game in two thousand twenty one. They were six and a half point fa- uh, underdog to Georgia. They won that outright. Um, yeah. So you know, again, that has nothing to do with this team. Um, I don't know. It, it it's hard to pass up this team that should have lost to Auburn. Well, yes, that is true. But it's a rivalry but game. We've though. been saying this. They shot themselves. Uh, in the we've foot, been though. saying this about Alabama for years. We know Nick Saban and Tom Brady both made deals with the devil, where the what what can go right for them does outside of the kick six. That was at Auburn. I forget what was that, 2013, 2014? Yeah, yeah. Ten years ago. So, yeah, ten, 10 years ago. So the tables finally turned in yep. the Iron Bowl, but yep. we know that Alabama's never dead. 
They are. They could be in the crypt. The dirt could be on them, and somehow an arm shoots up from the from the yep. dirt, and they come back and grab your ankle. So I don't like betting against Alabama. I uh, really don't. Well, look, you're you're right. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I, I and I'm, I'm I, I assume uh, again. I don't care about this, but I assume Alabama is going to be the public side, um, and it's and it's sharp money that's driving this up from five and a half to six on on Georgia. Um, but every team, I think there is a there is a point, right? There is a point with any number. Where okay, this has gone too far, right? Like I and I think six. There's no way I'm laying six with Georgia. I'm not doing it. I mean, I could have entertained four, maybe. I could have entertained uh, that when it was, you know, because there were various times when it was four. I think six is just a bridge too far um, with this Bama team right now. I just think it's a. I think it's closer than that. Um, I, I I think Georgia's the favorite to win. But, you know, it feels like a field goal game to me. Um, so we, we will see uh, exactly what uh, what takes place there. Are you rooting for chaos? I assume you are rooting for chaos this weekend. Yeah. I want – I don't it's, – it's tough because you're talking about Alabama. You're talking about Texas. You're talking about Oregon. All knocking on the door, right? And so Texas, 12.5-point favorites to Oklahoma State. They're going to win. And they've got a case. I don't think anybody likes them, though. I don't think really anyone in the media, I don't think that the committee, I don't think that the voters want Texas in this joint. I, I don't. you got Florida State undefeated, but they don't have their quarterback. Are they going to just put them in based on posterity, just based on their record? They're probably not going to lose this weekend either. So you got that. So Alabama winning, I think it hurts Oregon a touch just based on their pedigree, based on we know how many championships Alabama has rattled off and how many Oregon has rattled off, which is zero. So I think if Alabama is there, Florida State is there, Texas is there, uh, it's going to be a really, really hard challenge. As a fan, of course I love chaos. As a better, of course I love chaos. But as like someone who wants to go to the Sugar Bowl or the Rose Bowl and wear my 2015 national championship beanie that I got, when we played against Ohio State and Ezekiel Elliott ripped out our heart with his little crop top, uh, I'd love to see all those teams lose but Oregon. Remember when he had the crop top, John? Yeah. Trista didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. I did not like it. It was no, showing off the map. It was an era. And the Ohio State fans are the worst. Oh, age. It's like, no, shut the F up. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Just They're just pride. annoying. What, what, who's, just, whose fans do you tolerate? I mean, what, what's none? Yeah, we're, certainly not Memphis fans. Yeah, we. I heard what you were saying while I was gone. She's turned on us, John. I don't know that there's any bringing her back. I, I tried mean, last yeah, week. You, you, I see you guys are a football show now. Yeah, I mean, what the hell would you be? I, I, I can't talk about this Grizzly team. It, it, it's impossible, honestly. Like right, right now, I mean, it's. I, I was saying yesterday, they've quit. Like. You know, on the on these for the first twenty five games, like that that team has quit. Like they're not they're not even competing right now, and like you could say that they're not supposed to. But even that team that had like thirty five dudes on it and fifteen sixteen with like Xavier Munford and uh, set the record. Yeah, right. yeah, and and Jason's brother out there, they still right. competed, man. Right. They still actually did like keep games close. This team ain't even. This team tapped it's out. Like. It was well, soon as Marcus Smart got injured, and you have John Morant missing those twenty five games. It's like when Ursula the Sea Witch took the voice from Ariel. Like you guys don't have a voice now. You don't have a soul. The heart is gone. Damn. You're the poor unfortunate souls of the NBA. You've been, you, you've been watching the Little Mermaid. Nine games. I did. I watched on Thanksgiving. I integrated this into our hit today. 
Yeah. Bane's been trying to speak, but Jaron is mute. He he's a he's a he's a mute. He doesn't he doesn't he lead. The, he doesn't, he's not a officials. vocal leader. And I don't know if you saw, but Marcus Smart was. He tried to do that, not playing. Yeah, but he was in that street was clothes. You know, it doesn't hit the and same. Atrocious. Yeah, it's rough around here. Yeah, well, that's how we but talk. We talk about football. They don't have five. Picks Tristan, we don't, we don't talk about, They don't have five of their top eight guys. Like that's that. It's getting to you. Don't have a, a deck. You don't have a deck to fight with. You don't have a. You know, nothing to fight with. I get it. I'd be talking about college football too. Right. I, I feel like I made the case. The we Lakers also talk NFL. The Lakers, who had AD and LeBron out there, get beat by forty-four uh, yesterday. The Philadelphia Seven Sixers. I'd tell you that that's more embarrassing than what the Gri- Grizz got excuses at least. The Lakers don't have any. No, they don't. The Lakers really don't look good at all. Ooh, I don't know ugly. what's going on with them. They're doing LeBron dirty out here on these streets. Um, but Philly's really good, guys. I actually think this could be the year. Celtics no. have depth issues. Milwaukee has obvious defensive issues because we know what time it is with Dame Lillard. I've been yeah. a fan of his 12 years, so I know what it is. He's, I mean, he can't guard a parked car. He's trying out there. He's trying to get steals. That's but right. he just stands there like a cone. And that's okay if so you've got those two top teams in the East. But if you look at what Philly is, top to bottom, they've got so much depth. Yep. They've got so much so much length and athleticism. And Nick, I like Nick Batum a lot. I think I might be the only one left on the planet who's out here standing for Nick Batum. But I tell you what, in the playoffs, he will be a very good point of attack defender. I think it might be you and Kendrick Perkins that uh, still love old Nick Batum. Yeah, that's a, that's a barrage, bro. I mean, that dude is like 50 years old. I, I know he was a Portland Trailblazer when I yes, was in college. Yeah, exactly right. right. What's the uh, what's the, there's a there's a line on on uh, on TikTok, man. What's the lyric? I, I, it's it's like fourth quarter. You better have the lyrics. Uh, I'm gonna find it now. You said they're doing Bron wrong out there because the because they're not bringing in the, the the role players aren't bringing anything to the table. You said they're doing them dirty. Right. I think that Cam. Yeah, I think that Cam Reddish injury really hurts them. Cam Reddish Reddish was actually this is with. his revival. Yeah, he was. Leading, I think, top five in the league in deflections per game. Wow, I didn't know he that. Was getting, wow. Yeah, getting steals every night, gets into the starting lineup, he's putting up points, getting rebounds, and you watch him from like a defensive standpoint, and he's one of the more active guys out there. Mm-hmm. So, whatever Braun said to him, whatever these practices have been like with Darvin Ham, he's been awesome. So, that ankle sprain is, is tough. We know Austin Reeves just cannot defend. We saw that in FIBA. He got exposed. There's just a lot of role players I expected to contribute. Me too. And they're just kind of coming back to the median of who they were when they played on those other janky teams. Yeah, I don't. I found it. I don't know who the the artist is, but uh, he's his lyric is "Floor seats at crypto. I got my tool in fourth quarter yelling while the batum in the batum." Why the Batum in? Oh. Why the bleep Batum oh, gotcha, in? Guys. Yeah. Pause. Oh, why yeah. the F is Batum yeah. in? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. dang. For, Did for... Neil Olshay write that song? Because Neil Olshay told me one time that you could you could swing a dead bird around an arena and it could hit a fan and that fan would be a better player than Nick Batum. Damn. Why the bird got to be dead, though? I mean, that's just like... <laughs> I don't know. That's just Probably like... Because it would be able to find good energy. has to be dead so that it can't fly. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy, man. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, apparently Nick Batum is going to lead, uh, you know, Philly to that title, that ever-elusive title. He's going to get it done. Stop it. 
Yeah. That is a misrepresentation of what I said. Clip, clip this up, and John's a master. At I'm that. gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna let's clip this up, and we can uh, put it out there on Here social media. Go. You know, and, and definitely I, I, you hold you accountable for these opinions. Now you're the best, Trista. Thank you. Thank as you, always. Hold on, what? Hold on. Speaking of role players, speaking of role players, before you guys let me go with that fake clap, uh, D'Anthony <laughs> Melton. Do you miss him? Every day. Yeah. I can't Every sleep day. at night. That was a miss. Kyle, Kyle Anderson. Kyle Anderson. Do you miss him? Got to. Yeah, a little, little bit. The cavalry. We miss the cavalry. The so role players are important, guys. Let's not sleep on the role players. Agree completely. You're the best, Trista. Thanks. Thank you. Love Trista. you guys. Yep. She is Trista Crick. Joins us every single Tuesday here on the show. Bet MGM tonight. They're important in the regular season. I would say they become less important as the playoffs. Yeah. Check check back with Melton in the playoffs. Yeah. We saw that. We we know how that movie ends. It's a good movie for the first hour and a half. Kyle is helping Minnesota take the next he step, is. and he was doing that with the Grizzlies when he was here. He was valuable. Chinese was national team uh, member Kyle Anderson, don't forget that. Well, they didn't do so hot. Man, they lost every game by 30. All right, uh, <laughs> we'll come back, wrap this up. But hey, something that can maybe help Kyle Anderson in the Chinese national team, it's just a suggestion. I'm not trying to imply anything. It's just a suggestion. Shoot 360. Work on that jumper. You know what I'm saying? Get out there and work on your form. Uh, you can work on the passing drills, the dribbling drills. It's maybe not necessarily going to help Kyle Anderson at this stage in his career, but it could help somebody that's you know just getting into the game of basketball, just starting to fall in love with it. Um, it's perfect for your son or daughter. Something to do after school, something to get some energy out and have a blast doing it, fall in love with the game of basketball. And it's here in the Memphis area. It's Shoot 360, 85 Market Center Drive in Cairoville. Yep, you get real-time feedback, immediate feedback on your shot, include a preferred arc, and if you're shooting it straight or left or right, uh, also, you're tired of those cone drills in the backyard. Use Shoot360's huge interactive video boards equipped with passing and ball handling games, drills, super interactive. Your kid's going to love it. Going to measure strengths and weaknesses, can mimic a combo move that you see done on it, get that immediate feedback. That's what they're doing out at Shoot360. They've got it all, uh, including the development coaches. It's not just the state-of-the-art technology. They've got everything to go with it. The perfect complement uh, to what your son or daughter is getting from their school team uh, can keep that shot uh, certainly honed in for the entire season. Get out to shoot 360. Just get your face in the place. You're going to fall in love with it. It's the future of basketball training right here in Memphis. The thing is, the future is happening right now. Go see them at 85 Market Center Drive in Cairo. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.